Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Ross, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. Hey, it's uh, it's pretty exciting. We have a brand new week. Last week in June, huh? Wow, wow. I gotta figure out how to pick these paintings up from a gallery. Anyway, that's uh, here nor there. Um, but I am excited. Uh, not about the paintings being picked up. That's always a drag. Uh, you always hope they sell, you know, so you don't have to go pick them up. But yeah, we'll sell them somewhere else. Anyway, um, it's all good. And uh, like I said, first uh, last week in June, and I am man, I can't believe this year. It just seems like it was Christmas. I mean, a couple eye blinks ago, and here we are. Um, I just got an email from uh, Mei Ling's vet saying, you know, she has to come in for her six month stuff, and uh, next month and. Man, I can't believe we just had her there. We just had her there. Um, what I'm really excited about today is we've got a fantastic guest. She is, I, I knew I wanted her on the show. When I, what happens, how it works, folks, is, you know, my people talk to their people, and they all have lunch, and we're a big sunglass. No, no, that's, you know, if you want to think that, that's how it goes. Um, but it isn't usually. It usually goes, I get a press kit. And, um, you know, I, I, I look it over and whatnot, read it, and I was struck by this press kit, struck. And I understand why people, um, you know, pay PR people, because this was beautiful. This was poetry. Our, uh, our guest day, uh, Ilona, um, it, it was written in her press kit. Her, she's a pop performer and songwriter whose artistry presents a fierce alchemy. That's a word you don't hear every day of irresistible hooks, exquisite vocals, and self-reliant liberation. Not only do I want to have her on the show, I want to invite her to my next dinner party. Man, how cool is that? <laughs> then I listened to her music, and yeah, it was all true. <laughs> it was all true. <laughs> they described it perfectly. So without further uh, ado, I would like to welcome our guest today, Alana. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. So glad to have you on the show. Nice to meet you. Um, nice. How is so life happy today? To oh yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome. How uh, how is life out in LA today? Let me guess. Perfect or nearly perfect. I mean, or is it, it the weather has been quite stunning lately. I mean, we had June gloom for most of June, but mm. this past weekend has just been so spectacular and sunny and it has come back to normal. So that is nice. a plus. Yeah. Nice. Now, I always also in your press kit, I, I saw that you went to the uh, Berkeley Conservatory of Music and that always perked my ears up because I, uh, I went to college in, in Boston and I know that's where the main campus is, but they have, they also have campus out in the West Coast, I believe, right? I think, um, you mean UC Berkeley? I don't think that they yeah. have a Berkeley College of Music on the West Coast, do they? 
Oh, no, no, no. Just in uh, Cambridge, right? It's it's actually, um, yeah, it's right in Boston. Yeah. Um, and it's on Massachusetts Avenue and Boylston Street. Um, but, yeah, I think that is the main campus. They have a few. I think they have one in Europe now as well, but the main campus wow. is in Boston. Yeah. Well, I used to, like I said, when I went to school out there, I, I went to art school, weirdo artist, you know, black nail no, varnish so on my fingernails, the whole bit, uh, uh-huh. guy liner, you know, for miles. You know, I was in art school. Uh, you know, yes, we wore black turtlenecks in the summer because, you know, red Star Trek <laughs> Anyhow, if you were lucky enough, I remember, and this is very true, and I mean no disrespect, because, you know, really intense artists and musicians um, went to the Berkeley, uh, went to Berkeley, and, you know, you'd hear, oh, you know, such and such as new roommates going to Berkeley, and you're like, you know, as a young guy, you're like, oh, how cool is that? The problem is, is once you got to know the people who went to Berkeley, they didn't go nightclubbing. They didn't go to parties. They were serious, like like brain surgeon serious about their crowd. <laughs> um, yeah. No fun at all, but really talented, you know. Um, would you like <laughs> that? I, I think I was, yeah, I was very diligent about school. Um, I am still not much of a partier. Um, but I, I think, I think for me, I, I focused a lot when I was there. Um, but yeah, I feel like my writing improved the most when I actually moved to LA. I think that's when it all, all of my knowledge kind of started working for me, which was really cool. It was because I found that LA was such a creative hub. So when I moved here, it was almost like a, a new slate and, this feeling of new beginnings, so all of these hooks started coming out of nowhere. All of a sudden, it clicked in my brain, and, and I started I writing gotcha. so much. Yeah. California. I moved to Southern California right after college, and I wanted the exact opposite of Boston. I'm like, I don't want to shovel a parking spot and put on chairs <laughs> yes. in the space. I oh my do not want to do Tell that. Um, I want to move somewhere where it's nice, you know? So I looked in the map, and I'm like, where's the opposite of Boston? And San Diego popped out. And so I moved to San Diego, which for those at home means I was in L.A. every weekend. Because San Diego is beautiful, but there's not a lot going on. It is in L.A., mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. I mean, it's, it's nice. It's, it's very nice. Um, people are great. Everybody's super friendly. But the weird thing, though, is Alana is, is very correct. In, for some reason, Southern California is like this. You roll into town, you can't slouch, you can't slack off because everyone you meet, come across, or know has something going on, you know, and you got to keep up. (laughs) If you're around, if you're surrounded by all these people doing, you know, oh, yeah, I'm writing a pilot, or I'm doing this, or I'm I'm starting a record label, or, you know, all this crazy stuff, and you're doing nothing, you feel terrible, (laughs) you know, (laughs) For your sanity, you have to, and and she's right. Um, you know, there's a reason Hollywood is in Southern California. That's all I'm saying. You know, people magic happens out there. As a musician, right. and it's just so cool. It's just so cool too because like you'll be out and you're just having, you know, dinner, but then you'll meet people and you'll meet a screenwriter and you meet 
a producer and you come across another artist and it's just so so cool that I mean I'm from Minnesota so when I grew up in the Midwest and then I went to school on the East Coast like it was it just wasn't the same you never ever had no. exposure no. like you do here it's it's so cool yeah. um I mean, and, and you're so right. You come across people, and, and there are always so many brilliant ideas being thrown around, and it's it's awesome. It's very inspiring, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's crazy. You know, now it's different because all you youngsters have phones and stuff. When I was a kid, I mean, I think there were phones out, but they were big. I'm an old man. Um, but, you know, we all – you had to have business cards. Everybody carried a business card. It was like going to Tokyo or something. It was crazy. Um, because you just never knew who you'd meet at a party. I was at a party one time. There was this band back in the uh, the 80s and 90s called ZZ Top. It's three crazy-looking guys with long beards. They played rock and roll. And when I was a kid, they had these crazy videos, and they always had three really hot girls in them and this really cool car. I was at a party one time, and I, I and believe me, I watched those videos a lot uh, in my pre-teen years, and, um, you know, I, I kind of knew them. You know, I worshipped at the, the altar of MTV for, you know, all of my teen years. Anyway, I uh, was at this party, and I noticed one of them. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's the blonde girl from the Give Me All My Loving video, or All Your Loving video. Wow. And so, you know, I went and talked to her and met her husband. She was married, and uh, they were both super nice people, but, yeah, it was her, French gal. And Super nice, and that's what happens in Southern California. You're just right, right. These people, you know, and uh, yes. so I'm like, so you know, so true. What are you doing now? And she's like, oh, I uh, I sell paintings in Paris. I'm like, really? Here's my car, <laughs> you know. Wow, and, that's uh, awesome. That's a chance encounter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she sell that's your? That's my day job, Alana. I, uh, yeah, that's, I've been, I've been doing that for over 20 years now. I, uh, paint pictures of people and stuff and, uh, do my little podcast. Been doing that for like 10 years now on the side and, uh, keeps me out of the club, you know, which is a good thing. I'm an old man. You don't want to be an old man at a club unless you own the place. It's just bad, you know? No one wants to be that guy. Anyhow. So wait, did did she ever sell your paintings, that lady? Two of them. Two of them. She did. Awesome. <laughs> That's did. so cool. Wow. Yeah. Yes, I was uh, I was happy. <laughs> yeah, no. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, uh, that was a long time ago. Oh, man. Anyhow, so you moved. You hit L.A. And like I said, you're a Minnesota girl. You're like a northern mid- midwestern handsome young lad. <laughs> yeah. For You've sure, been in yeah. Evil Boston for a minute, um, going to school, mm-hmm. but you haven't, you haven't been. It hasn't been that evil because you haven't been going to the golf clubs or anything. Uh, you've been mm-hmm. studying, you know, and then you roll into L.A. What kind of a culture shock was that? Or was it not that bad? You know, what's interesting is I was very intimidated by L.A. and for a while I had, you know, all of these preconceived notions that. You know, the, the the culture here is hard, you know, and it's, it's a hustle culture and it's really hard to keep up. And, you know, there's a certain element of superficiality in people. But when I moved here, I, 
I couldn't find that to be further from the truth. I actually right. felt more at home here than I ever felt, you know, in the Midwest or even on the East Coast. It was just so interesting. And, like, I, I felt that I was embraced as an artist for the first time. And, you know, just meeting with people, people will always be like, oh, can I look up your music, you know, versus you tell people in your home state, I'm working on an album, and they're just like, oh, great, you know, good for you. <laughs> I wish you the best of luck right. with that, you know, versus here. People will be like, oh, my God, can I look you up? Can I check out your music? Can I find you? You know, it's just really cool, and, and you come across so many unique individuals doing the same thing. So I felt I felt really aligned with the people here and, and really embraced, which I thought was, was kind of awesome. And I, I wish I was braver to move here sooner, you know. Absolutely. But, I, you know, as I said, I'm an old man. I, I have found in life things happen at the time they happen, you know, and, you, exactly. and there's usually a reason, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and I I feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be now. Like, it just feels so right. That, that to me, tells me more than anything. Um, That that means you're on the right path, and you're doing – there's a very famous Mark Twain quote, uh, that there's two important dates in a person's life, the day they're born and the day they figure out why. And a big part of figuring out why you were born, what you're supposed to be doing, is – being where you're supposed to be. Um, believe yeah. me, I, I know people 60 years old years old that haven't figured that out. I hope they do soon because time's running out. Uh, but no, seriously, it's, um, it's, that's cool. That's cool. And I agree with you. It's funny because uh, especially when I started, when I moved to, to uh, SoCal, uh, as it's cool, people say it. No, nobody from <laughs> Southern California calls it that. All the tourists do, all the people that move there, transplants. Um, but when I moved there and I started, uh, you know, you start hanging out with people. And suddenly all of my friends are either trying to make movies, um, try to get a TV thing going, and or making music, you know. And it's weird because you meet certain people that, that have been doing it a while that are in the business, entrenched in the business, and, and they seem to know what they're doing, so you hang out with them. You know, you try to, because maybe you can learn mm-hmm. something. You know, oh, that's the idea. And the weird thing is you would, at first when that happened with me, I, I used to think, oh, these people are going to be just, you know, no brown M&Ms in the bowl, or, and, you know, just very rock starry, you know. And they're not. They're the nicest people in the world you'll ever meet. They're trying to do their thing, but, you know, uh, the the reality is, folks, if if you're a jerk and you're a creep, you don't last long. (laughs) People don't want to work Mm -hmm. with you. And now I think with social media, that's even more attuned. You know, we're traveled. People talk. Right. That's true. uh, You know, that's a cool thing. And the weird thing, too, in the music business I found, and I don't know if you found this yet, uh, Alana, maybe, um, people build studios in the weirdest places. <laughs> I've been to recording studios in garages, sheds, um, guest rooms, <laughs> you know. Uh, I had one yeah. of guys, I'm like, where's the vocal booth? Because uh, somebody was trying to sing. And he's like, oh, it's, just use the bathroom. I got the bathroom mic. I'm like, what? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, it sounds great. But they did. I'm like, I hope you don't have any cameras. But I don't yeah. think you did. No. But it's, it's very strange, you 
know, people will work with what they got. And uh, it's cool. True. It's cool. Yeah, basement producers like that. Yeah, basement producers, that has been like a big thing that has happened recently, um, just blown up because people are creating incredible sound just out of their, you know, their basement or their garage or wherever. It's like their personal oasis. Yeah. Well, the cool thing is, let me ask you as an an artist, um, when you write, do you use the, uh, I don't even use the phone, I'm such an old man, and it's not for anything, I'm not cool or anything like that, people, I'm just cheap. My wife has a phone, and I'm always with her, so why would I get one? You know what I mean? Somebody wants to get a hold of us, they can call her, and vice versa. I have a voicemail uh, on my computer, but uh, it drives people crazy, actually. Um, Anyhow, uh, do you use the, I forget what it's called, it's like a memo, like where you can record into your phone? Yeah, I actually just write, it's a voice memo. Um, and, and yeah, cause when I moved to LA, I would just go and explore the city and then I'd come back to my Airbnb to write And my Airbnb is kind of like an oasis. So it's just sort of like this, this quiet space. And I always pull out my, my voice memos. I'll either sing acapella into my phone and record something like that. Or I will also record just on the keyboard and it picks up everything, you know, from my keyboard to my voice and, and the, the cool nice. thing about working with um, our producer Morris was he actually can get a lot of ideas just from a voice memo. So that's really cool, like mm. a stripped-down version. You could send that to him, and, you know, he gets a lot of ideas from that. So it's really cool just to even to hear a voice and piano part or a voice and guitar part because all of the strong parts of a melody should stand even on a voice memo, you know, you'll, you'll be able to see whether it's a strong hook just from the melody and the guitar part, you know, which is kind of how Catch My Vibe came to be. It was yeah, just absolutely. me singing the hook I, into my phone and repeating it over and over again. That reminds me, I have a, a good friend of mine. He was uh, in a very big uh, EDM uh, band uh, out of Sweden back in the day. I don't want to say who it is. It's not important, but, uh, but I was talking to him, and I'm like, what is in the water in Sweden? You guys roll out of bed and, like, write a hit song daily. It's, it's crazy, you know. That's, how do you do that? And he's like, I don't know. He goes, he goes, look, he goes, here's the – and he told me this. He said, look, Jamie, it's very easy to tell if your song is going to be a hit. If you can play it on an acoustic guitar around a campfire and people can vibe to it, yeah. you don't need clubs and lasers and – you know, all this craziness, if it stands on its own, exactly like you just said, Alana, it's a hit, <laughs> you know? Um, right, don't rely on yeah. Add it after, a good producer will add that in there, he told me. And, you know, you're proof of that, you know? That is cool. That is cool. And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us.
Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store. It's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Bay Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rucks Gear, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. No, before we play the track and get ahead of ourselves, I have to ask, when you were a young lass in Minnesota, I used a techno accent, by the way, and I'm sure everybody says that. Um, cause it's you detect an accent? No, I don't. one? Oh, good. No, awesome. no not <laughs> awesome. at all. I'm glad. Awesome. You okay. haven't said you betcha once in this whole phone conversation. <laughs> um, because that would be, that wouldn't mean I'm Minnesotan, right? <laughs> <laughs> that damn movie. Um, that's a yeah. good movie. Fargo's great. Uh, anyhow, 
when you were a young lass there, were you into, uh, I grew up with three sisters, so I have been to, you know, a plethora of uh, growing up uh, of gymnastics meets, ballet recitals. I had a sister that was into pageantry. Um, you know, it, it was just tap, all this kind of stuff with, with, with girls, you know, that happened. Um, were you into all that kind of stuff when you were a kid? Did you know that, Pageant? you know, well, no, just performing and, and you know, oh, music yeah. I and, mean, and being a pop star was going to. I did, I did um, rhythmic gymnastics and gymnastics, and I was on dance team. Um, wow. I did those things. Yeah, I, I was a dancer and still am a dancer. But I, nice. um, I was never in pageants like your sisters. Uh, but, yeah, mm. it is a kind of a big thing in the, in the Midwest, right? Well, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, um, oh, man, they were, they, they were into it. Uh, but, you know, that doesn't surprise me that you have a background in dance, because dance, I consider that, that uh, not only, it's a weird combination of art, art and, and athletics, really, uh, because all the dancers yeah. I've known, you really have to be in tip-top shape, you know. Um, you have to know your stuff and, and be able to, it's a lot of work, you know, it's like being a drummer or something. Um, but, uh True. One of the things that I know from friends growing up that, that were into athletics or, or you know, uh, body movement uh, things, they learn very quickly that if you work at something and, and, and are repetitive with something, you get good at it. You can see it. Yeah, you improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's, it's amazing. And people that are very good uh, musicians and whatnot, it's the same thing you got to work, <laughs> you know, you got to do it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I know a lot of people would rather skip that, uh, you know, people are lazy, but obviously you learned, you had this background. Um, when did you, now you're still doing dance. Um, yes. Man, that's got, that's got to be crazy. So you probably do like a whole workout routine, like weekly and I stuff do. like that. Yeah. And uh, well, all of yeah. that. Do yes, fun things and actually, like yoga and running and, you know, that yes, kind of stuff. Yes, I love yoga. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, folks, I'll tell you something interesting about yoga is, um, you know, my, my wife uh, is into that kind of stuff as well and, um, and some of her friends and everything. Yoga, you can be pretty much any size, body shape, or what, whatever to do yoga. It isn't just little split oh, yeah, calories. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I think I actually recommend it to a lot of people because it's just it's really good with breathing and helps you with different, you know, like meditation techniques as well and helps, you know it's very relaxing and, and it helps muscle tension. There are so many benefits from it. She's into all that kind of stuff. I gotta say, she she owns a crystal shop. You know what I mean? So, oh, I gotta cool. tell you, Alana, we have so many crystals in our house. I feel like Superman in his house. You know, it was all made <laughs> of crystals, and it's everywhere. Um, yeah. And I just like wearing capes. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't have. A <sighs> I wish I did. Anyhow, so you were dancing and all this and that. No, um, and still are and what. 
whatnot. How did you get all add singing and whatnot and, and music into all of it on top of the dance? Did it just naturally occur? Yeah, I think singing was my was actually my my main my main thing. Um, you know, writing was something that came a little bit later in my life, but I was singing since I was like in diapers. I think I was singing before I could speak is what my parents tell wow. me. So that that came first, but then I was really young when I learned my first set of choreography and I just fell in love with dancing as well. So that's when I I knew like this is my career choice. You know, this is going to be my life because when I combined the two, it, it just felt so perfect and I've always been inspired by, you know, singers that can that can dance as well like Beyoncé and she's in B for a reason. Oh yeah. Kira and Rihanna and, um, you know, Rosalia, Doja Cat, they're all very, very good with their bodies as well. It's its really cool when you can see that combination. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it gives an, an element of panache to, to any vocalist, too, if they can move. I mean, you know, look at Bowie and Jagger, you know. I mean, exactly, they yeah. wouldn't be nearly as fun if they didn't move, you know. Exactly, um, yeah. I'm sure they're not natural yeah, dancers. They probably hired somebody like Alana to come in and show them the moves. Uh, but, you know, nothing wrong with getting a check. Nothing wrong with getting a check, folks. Anyhow, anyhow, that's cool. So you were a little songbird. You were singing and stuff. And, hey, before I forget, three cheers to your parents because I know, I like I said, I grew up around this. Man, they were probably driving you all over town to gymnastics meets and, and practice and all that kind of stuff, um, and vocals and all that kind of stuff. That's yeah, cool. well, I, I'm very lucky, too, because my, my mom is actually a singer as well, classically trained, and oh, she was okay. my vocal coach growing up as well. Oh. So that was really, that was amazing to have that, you know, in my home. That's cool, and the support. And the support. Exactly. Um, and the support. She was an incredible support and still is to this day, like, my number one uh, person that I go to for advice for everything. It's amazing. It's, it amazing. actually is, yeah, it helps you so much when you have, like, a parent back home that's rooting for you, but also, like, guiding you and helping you make the right decisions. It's everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember my father telling him, uh, you know, painting is what I was going to be doing. <laughs> my dad's an engineer, was an engineer. And he, uh, oh, wow. yeah, his first reaction, he was, he was supportive in his way. And uh, we grew up in Detroit, you know, we were living in Detroit, at the time, Metro Detroit. And his first reaction was, uh, well, Let's get you over to one of the factories and start talking to some of the design people, and you can start, uh, you know, drawing cars. <laughs> that was his, oh, wow. his way to be encouraging, but make sure I had a check, you know, and health insurance. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's uh, that isn't always the case with people, though. You know, they they have a dream, and sometimes uh, the world just doesn't see it, or their immediate world, and. You know, you can't let that hold you back. You got, but it, it is so much easier. Like Alana said, if you ever watch football, you, you see the quarterback. He can be great, and he can get the ball down the field and score the uh, the goal, the touchdown. Yeah. But it is a lot easier if he's got a team on the field with him. 
absolutely absolutely i mean and it takes it honestly takes one person it takes one person mm-hmm. to because you you might not be supported by both parents even but like it takes one person to really help make a difference and and it starts small absolutely absolutely and the cool thing is the world it may not always seem that big but it is pretty big and you know you can go mm-hmm. out and stake your claim in it um you know, we're, we're all allowed to do that, and that's a good thing. So, Alana, you moved out, and, uh, you know, you started, uh, you know, doing this, pursuing this. And it's, and it's a weird time in music, too, because being an independent musician means that you're also in charge of marketing <laughs> and in charge of social media and making TikToks and, and doing whatever you got to do um, yeah. to do all this. That takes up a big chunk of time. People don't realize that. Uh, I'm here yeah. to tell you, man, three hours of my day in the morning is social media, you know, yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop. It isn't like, well, it's Tuesday. I got to update the website. No. <laughs> it is all oh. the time. Yeah. And then you got a full day of doing what your actual art is. And, um, you yeah. know, and you've got two things. You've got... Uh, you know, music and dance. So that's two other full-time jobs, you know? Right. Crazy. Right. Crazy. What do you do? You know, here's a, here's a loaded question. I always ask people that are very driven like yourself. Well, what do you do on your downtime for fun? And usually I know what the response is. I don't have much downtime. <laughs> and I do have fun doing what I'm doing. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it. Is that the case with you? You know, I actually, it's funny because before I talked to you, I was on the phone with my mom and I was telling her, like, I can't wait to just have, like, a movie night. <laughs> I haven't had, like, just a, like, a, I want to make dinner, I want to make, like, my favorite pasta dish and and have a movie night and just relax. Like, it's been a while, you know, and I, I haven't mm. been able to take my, my foot off the gas pedal for a little bit. And it's just been a lot of hustling and I, I feel like it feels right at the moment, but I also can't wait to just, you know, take a breather for a second, you know, and just relax and do something I love because it's so important to have downtime just for your, I, I, I still Fancy. definitely have moments for myself and I do a lot of yoga and I, I do meditate and I, I spend quality time, you know, sometimes just like processing and, doing things but like I haven't had just that like moment of it would be even nice to have like seven days off that would be great <laughs> I feel like right. we're all I hear that, you. you know I hear you yeah. one of those week-long spa excursions I, I, I get it man I get it I am um, it's it's funny my my wife is from Florida that's where we live uh here in South Florida and um she grew up here so, of course, her family, they all worship at the Temple of Disney. Um, they're into Disney hardcore, like only Floridians can be. And uh, so, we, we, you know, we have those passes where you can go anytime and all that kind of stuff. And a couple times a year, we go for a few days, uh, usually a week um, or close to it, up to Disney to do exactly what you're talking about, to just, you know, I usually bring the laptop because I'm insane. Um, but I try not to use it that much. 
and the thing is, is it's weird because the first day I'm like, I, I feel out of sorts because I'm like, oh, well, I should be returning emails <laughs> this or that. Right, or this right, or, right. Um, and, and I have to stop myself and say, no, that's not what it's about today, you know. Um, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Then you get back and you got to do all that stuff uh, in addition to the normal stuff. But, you know, what can you do? What can you do? Now, we've got two tracks. Um, we've got uh, Catch My Vibe. Oh, and uh, the new track that isn't released yet. And Catch My Vibe is out, though, right? Catch My Vibe is out on all streaming platforms. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, let's play that one first. Um, okay. This is, yeah, this is a fantastic track. Here it is, folks. This is Alana. Catch My Vibe. We're going to play it, then we'll talk about it. Here it is. Yeah. Okay. I'm in the mood tonight. The way you're on my mind. Keeping me up through the night. Feel the chills down my spine. It's a rise in the tide. Afraid I'm falling under. One on one. Heat is up, come a little closer, baby, don't you rush Wanna get to know you till the break of dawn I'm feeling ya, I'm feeling oh One-on-one, heat is up, come a little closer, baby, don't you rush Wanna get to know you till the break of dawn I'm feeling ya, I'm feeling Catch my vibe, I wanna get on tonight I wanna take my time tonight Get to know you, get to know you Vibe. Alana, what a track. 
Dig that. That's an awesome, awesome track. <laughs> yeah, very, very cool. So how did Catch My Vibe come about? So yeah, this one was this one was one of my one of my uh first songs in LA. Um like wow. I was saying before, I would just go out and explore the city and I would come back to my Airbnb to write and this one I just I had this feeling of new beginnings and I and I was so inspired and I was in this romantic headspace and I was like I just I would love yeah. to meet someone and and I would love to you know I would love him to catch my vibe and it's just it's all about it's all it's it's sexy it's fun it's it's definitely a danceable song and it's sort of like manifesting romance and wanting that in my life and it was very it was very fun. When I wrote the hook, I would just like repeat it over and over again. So I was like, "Yeah, this one's gonna be catchy. It's gonna it's gonna get stuck in people's heads." Which I love. I love writing an earworm. So nice, nice. Now, Alana, I've got to tell you. I've got to tell you. And for any <laughs> young bucks out there, um, you know, if you've got it together, you gotta have it together. If you're gonna be talking, <laughs> if you're gonna be trying to DM Alana, I'm just saying. I, I, I'm an old man. I've been around. I know what time it is. Um, you, know, <laughs> you, you gotta have a job at the very least. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a boat, maybe a jet. I'm just saying. Any, no, kidding. I've seen your Instagram though, Alana. <laughs> I don't think oh, you're gonna okay. have too much trouble finding romance. <laughs> is all I'm saying. You know, come on. Um, you know, just, just make sure they're good boys. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not uh, really looking um, for. <laughs> Boys, plural, just just one one good man. <laughs> that's what I'm looking I gotcha. For. <laughs> I gotcha. Well, that's all. It takes. That's all it takes. Yes, you know, that's all it takes. Um, very cool. Well, I wish you luck on that pursuit. Is all I'm saying. Very oh, good. You. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Romance and love is great until it's not. No, I'm kidding, folks. <laughs> that's so true, though. <laughs> Oh man, it can, it can, you know, it's weird um, when you're young because it, when you're older, you look back and you're like, geez, Louise, uh, was I just blind? Did I not see the parade of red flags? Um, you know. Right. Oh my right. gosh. Did I really co-sign her bail? No, I, I've never said that to myself <laughs> that I'll admit publicly. Right. <laughs> anyhow, anyhow. Hey, I just looked, you know, one of the cool things about Trend, uh, Trend PR, the PR company uh, Alana is working with, is they send me like these little uh, talking points, which I love. Nobody else does that. Other PR agencies, I'm looking at you. It's a good idea. You take notes. Trend PR does, knows what they're doing here. Um, one of the things it says in here, it says you relocated to L.A. after the pandemic. So that's fairly recent. Yeah, twenty beginning of 2022. Just moved oh, out there last in, year. Were you in Boston during all that? No, I I was living at home during the pandemic. Thankfully, okay. I was I was living at home, and I yeah, that was actually, um, the pandemic was kind of you know one of the worst years for so many people. But but and and obviously so sad to see. It was you know, great for Alana, though. 
But it was great for me. Yeah, yeah. it was really great. She was at the, the family compound. Everybody in Minnesota is like, eh, global pandemic. We've been ready for this for years. Like I mean, I don't here. know if anybody was ready for that, but but it, you know, I just had like I whipped out my yoga mat, and I was I was super into yoga, and I and I had a chance to cook all of these meals and find all of these nice. cool recipes and spend so much quality time with my family and friends. That was that was incredible. I feel like some relationships got so much closer during the pandemic, and then others just fell apart because it was a very heated political climate as well. But I feel like oh, with yeah. with my close friends and our circle of people, um, just I felt like our relationships got stronger. We had a lot of fun movie nights, and it was a good time cool. to to reconnect, especially you know because. I feel like hard things in life bring people closer, you know, or absolutely as they should, as they should. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. 
uh, The Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, and the show is just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com. M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Just fun fact for those listening, um, not that it matters or anything like that, I live 25 minutes south of Mar-a-Lago, so, um, yeah, <laughs> we're the weirdos on the block, <laughs> you know, uh, got our pride how flagged out right now, it, folks, um, yeah, we're the weirdos on how? the block, <sighs> you know, and, uh, yeah, everybody's, and plus, you know, here's the other thing. I'm uh, I'm native in and I'll I'll tell you and and we live in South Florida so it isn't like we're living in Mississippi or something, um, but but and it's very cosmopolitan, very international. Um, but I'm Native American. I'm probably one of the darkest people in this neighborhood. <laughs> you know, they're like, yeah, oh, he's yeah. mowing the lawn again, oh. as they sh- as oh. as those people like to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Very true. Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, you know, but the thing is, is you just smile and, you know. And, and the great thing is is my sister-in-law and brother-in-law had a little baby during it all. And uh, everybody was they fine. They did. Everything looked great. Okay, yeah, they had a, okay. and it's the first um, uh, grandchild of my in-laws. And she is the princess of the family. Every, uh, every, every we all get together for Sunday dinner and stuff like that. Um, she's the star of the show. It's all about her. You know, I was just talking to my wife about building the jungle gym in our backyard for when she comes to visit, you know what I mean? It's, that's the, the important, uh, 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 the importance of her in our family. Um, but during the pandemic, what was great um, is anytime anybody tried to give me a hard time for wearing a mask or any of this kind of, I'm like, Hey man, you got a new little baby in the family. I ain't risking none of that to her. You know, you think I should risk a baby? <laughs> and everybody yeah. shut up, you know. No matter what your political view is, nobody's going to, yeah, put a baby at risk. Um, so I lucked out there. So it was a good thing. It was a good thing. Now, um, back to the topic. The next track, this is a cool one. This is a very cool one. She's wishing for romance with Catch My Vibe. She's manifesting it. And then she ups the game a little bit with Talk to My Body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she really wants a date, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm here. Um, <laughs> no, it's not about dating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This one, Let's is, this one is more... This one is more, oh, um, yeah, this one is more uh, when you're in a relationship and, um, you know, you're, it's an, it's unknown territory. This one's a little bit more suspenseful and ah. hypnotic and, and very sensual, but you're really, really um, asking, you're wondering and you're asking the question, like, is this the partner for me? But in the meantime, uh-huh. you're 
reconnecting through intimacy and and it's unknown territory but i definitely want to leave it also in the uh you know when you release a track your listeners have their own perception as well and i think it's really cool because the song could be interpreted in many ways for different listeners so but this is one of my favorites and i feel like this a lot of people find themselves in this situation so well let's play it this is the awesome. first time that this isn't released yet. When does it drop so people can pick it, it up? Or can they pre-order July it? July 7th. Yes, you can pre-order it. The link is on my Instagram. I am going to um, drop it July 7th. Nice, nice. We have a direct link to her Instagram, ladies and gentlemen, and her link tree and her Spotify. So, um, And when yes. this gets converted to a podcast, those links stay active. So if you're listening to this on Pandora or Spotify or whatever, um, iHeartRadio, we're on we're on a whole bunch of places. Um, just click on those links and you get right there. So here it is, here it is. This is Alana. Talk to my body. I don't know. Were you looking her way? Or is this my Insecurity. Oh, my love hits deep. Baby, look at me. Oh, trusting you. Make me fall to my knees. The deeper this vacuum and I fall right in. The more that I want you right here on my skin. Make it
And that was Talk to My Body, Alana. Alana, I loved it. What a great track. Different this Thank time. Thank you so much. Different this time than Catch yeah. My Body. Yes. A lot more drama. What are your thoughts on this one? I'm curious. I love it. And when we went to break, right before uh, we went to break, I, I, one of the first things I told you, I said, I like that piano. I like that piano. And it made me um, want to ask you, and, I, you know, I, I start talking about something else. Uh, it's funny, folks. I really should record the, the breaks, um, the, the conversations I have with guests during the break. Uh, they're great. They're great, but we don't record them. Um, you know, the things we talk about. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but I did want to ask you, when you're writing, do you write with piano or a guitar or, well, I don't know, an oboe? Yes. How do you write? What's your process? Yes. So for, for Talk to My Body in particular, I wrote a chord progression that I kept repeating over and over again. And I really wanted to depict the feeling of a vacuum, you know, that sometimes you feel mm. when you are in a relationship that has a bit of uncertainty. And I think yeah, that's absolutely. where I, I wrote that, that chord progression for this song. And it was just very simple, but it was also very hypnotic. And I, I remember, like actually already seeing a performance in my mind as I wrote the chord progression because it was it's just such a danceable song for me as well and I'm I'm going to be doing when I'm releasing this song I'm going to be doing a dance to it as well which is really cool um yeah and so it's you know I I did I did write this one with the piano but it was so earwormy and this is another one that I just couldn't get out of my head it was had to do it yes that's cool I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, there are certain paintings I have painted, and you know they always weren't the hit that I thought that that I was sure they would be. Um, you know because I remember when I, especially when I was first starting out, when the, when that would happen to me, I'm like, oh, I got I gotta I gotta paint this. I gotta paint this. It's, it's haunting me. Got to get it out. And yeah. obviously, this is going to be the painting that will change art. You know, this will. I'm going to be in the the art history books now, and uh, that wasn't always the case. Um, but it was very important to me at the time to get it out. And although I think Talk to My Body definitely will put you in the music history book. Um, this is a good single. Strong single. And um, Thank you. that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And on your link tree, I believe, um, no, it's not there. It's not there. Where is it? It's on your uh, Instagram. Okay. Okay. Yes, I will. I will have the pre-save link there. Um, I will update it actually today. So, but my my Instagram handle is I am Ilona Music, and my right. name is spelled I L O N A. Very cool. Very cool. And man, you've got you've got some. Ooh, look at this picture. Wow. Wow. I like that one. And it's just new music coming soon. What is this? You're in a bathing suit or something? Oh no! Look at the sparkles! Wow, folks, there's all kinds of cool pictures um, here. I gotta stop looking at that and um, do the show here. It's very distracting. Anyway, in a good way. In a good way. Okay. Uh, is this your mom here when you guys are sitting on the sofa here? The, the yes, that is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. You look at you two. Prettiest picture. Prettiest picture. Both Thank of you. you. Oh, that was for Mother's Day. Appreciate you. That's a nice sofa, too. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, this is cool. I am, 
I don't get it. I'm I'm terrible with Instagram. I uh, my wife tries to help me. You know, she's like, well, you can't just post 80 things a day on Instagram. It can only be, you know, important. I'm like, everything I post is important. You know, reminds me of Twitter when I first got on Twitter. Everybody was bugging me. They're like, Jamie, you can't hashtag every word in the tweet. Mm. Only the important ones. I'm like, they're all important. Right. They're like, you hashtag the. Like, well, it's an important word. Anyway, yeah, I'm terrible at this stuff. I need to find me a 16-year-old with cell phone to just handle all this stuff. But, you know, you got to pay. And I'm cheap. So, I have to ask. You have two single. Well, you have one out, one that's coming July 7th. They'll be everywhere. Um, couple questions. You thinking about doing videos for either of them? Yes. I mean, I do have video content for Catch My Vibe out already. Um, and mm. there is video content coming for Talk to My Body. And then there's actually a third song as well. Nice. Coming. Well, that's awesome. Well, that's awesome on many levels. That means we can have you back on the show, um, which is uh-huh. very cool. And uh, I'll get with Amanda on that. And, uh, you know, when, when I know the wheels kind of sometimes move slow with, with release dates and whatnot. Um, but also, as a fan, I get to hear more music, you know. That's very, very cool. So, that's a good hey, thing. Yeah, this, one, yeah, this third one is slightly different. All all three songs have a very different tone, a very different vibe, and um, just shows the different, you know, different creative elements that are coming to the surface at the moment, which is cool. Well, very cool. Well, Alana, I know I kept you longer than I was supposed to. I hope I didn't mess up any uh, other interviews you had scheduled for today. But, you know, you're fascinating no, to talk awesome. to. Thank I... you so much. Yeah. yeah you were cool turned up to 10, you know. Keep <laughs> doing what you're doing because you're real good at it, you know, seriously. Thank you so much. I appreciate you saying that. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you, you know, you I'm inspired. Well, thank you. Wow. Let's buy a new hat now. My head's getting big. Very cool. <laughs> well, thank you for taking time to be on the show. And uh, next Perfect. time you talk to your, your cool mom, tell her, uh, you know, I, she's got a fan here in South Florida, too. So there you go. Awesome. You know? Awesome. awesome. <laughs> Very cool. I should do a show with moms on it. Oh, we should have done that for Mother's Day. That would have been perfect, you know? Um, having a pop star in the family. What's it really like? You know, oh, <laughs> terrible. We had to have a tofurkey this Thanksgiving. Terrible. I'm, oh, I'm God. teasing. <laughs> Hopefully, Alana hasn't gotten that California yet, you know. Oh, no. And uh, I never will. Bean sprouts on her pizza. I'm teasing. <laughs> I actually talked to I went out with a girl who did that one. Say again? I actually talked to I actually talked to someone recently who is um, a software engineer for the Marvel films who was really cool. And he, he was like, um, you know, all the people you'll meet at the top that are really hustling and working really hard are extremely down to earth and humble and they don't have this California vibe about them. And I just feel like that's so refreshing oh, that's to hear. Cool. Uh, and it's just like, I think that's, that's something that's very important for me is that, you know, Music is such a form of expression, and it's such a deep part that you're expressing. It's your essence, and I feel like 
it should always stay that way. And um, mm-hmm. so it's really, it's just, yeah, that's kind of my motto. The score is always zero, zero, whether your songs are doing well or they're not doing so well, you know, you're doing it for the art and for the love of art. So. Absolutely. And don't, once you lose sight of that, once you lose sight of that, um, you turn into a creep. I'm telling you folks, it happened to me. It happened to, after I had the first time things hit and I had a little bit of success, I actually had a, um, a musician friend of mine. He's, he's, he was a punk rocker the first go around, you know, from the 70s and 80s and all that. And uh, we had to have a conversation. He had to have, he had to have a conversation with me. And he sat me down and he says, he said, Jamie, you're turning into one of these people you don't want to be, <laughs> you know. You don't uh-huh. want to be a don't-you-know-who-I-am type person. And uh, really set me straight. And That's to awesome this day, I think that him for that. That. That's good. Yeah. Because well, it, it got my head on. Skip. Right. Right. Well, good for you. Yeah. Well, you know, but but it happens, to people, especially if you're not used to it and you're not used to, you know, having a little bit of folding money in your pocket. Um, you know, things happen. Things come up. And, you know, if, if, if uh, handle your scandal and you'll be fine. Be a good, be nice. <laughs> and you never know who you're going to meet or work with. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It, it's so true. Yeah. Alana, there came, came a point when I was living in uh, Southern California. It was so funny. There were certain clubs I'd hang out. I loved hanging out at the beach club, uh, which is like a rooftop uh, lounge at the W in San Diego there. I don't know if it's still there, but it was back in the day. And it was funny because if you ordered a rocks martini, I always heard they called them a rocks martini, and it was a martini glass. And uh, well, then they gave it the beach club. It's downstairs, they did, because um, beach club you had to have plastic glasses. But they give you a martini glass downstairs, and it would have Seven Up in it. It wasn't even booze because I couldn't be drinking because you don't know who you're going to talk to, you know, and you don't want to be a, a jerk, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But you still want right. to be cool. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> well, I could tell stories. I could tell stories. Anyhow, Alana's out there now. Yeah. She's making her own. And, um, you know, and the W in LA is pretty fun to hang out with, too. Uh, very, very cool. Uh, I'm kind of just, just watch out for those parties out in Silver Lake. <laughs> so it can get a yes. little wild. Yes. Oh, man. Anyhow, anyhow. It's funny. People on. Minnesota and Michigan. What are they talking about? Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's, it's an inside joke, folks. It's an inside joke. Uh, very cool. Well, Lana, it's a Monday in L.A. All right, what are you doing? You practicing tonight? You doing dance stuff? Yes. You making pasta and I, I watching do. romance movies? <laughs> um, that would that would be great. I wish. Um, I'm actually yes, I'm working on choreography tonight, and I oh. have. Um, yeah, I have just a few things I need to fill out and probably practicing. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> well, have a good night. And, uh, Thank you, you know, so I, I much. hope there's no blisters involved. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope so, too. But it was so great to meet you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And I, I really enjoy you featuring my music. And um, thank you so much. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And folks, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. Um, we will be back on Wednesday. We've got another uh, fantastic singer-songwriter uh, guest coming on. It's all music week, uh, which is which is very cool. And um, this episode, like I said, we're going to convert it to a podcast. We're going to blast it out everywhere on all the uh, social media platforms. And it'll automatically get blasted out on all the podcasting. We're on, a, we're on over like 750, I think it's 760-something. Um, and all the big ones, Spotify, Pandora, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, thanks. And that's all because of you listeners. So, you know, thanks for that. Um, our advertisers, thanks, thank you for that. Be sure to check out their, uh, their products. Use their code. They all have a code where you can save a couple bucks. And with that savings, head right on over to uh, Spotify there. Uh, we have the link. And um, Alana, you just got to pop it in and pick up Catch My Vibe and – Save a couple pennies because July 7th, you got to pick up Talk to My Body. And that is very, very cool. Okay, folks, have a good night. Remember, the world's still a little weird. Be patient with people and just be nice. You don't want to wind up in a Karen video on YouTube, you know, seriously. Um, and if you are traveling on an airplane, I don't know, maybe give the booze a rest, you know. Maybe that's not the place. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I can't believe some of these videos that I see. Anyway, have a good one, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you, Alana. Thank you so much, Jamie. I appreciate you. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, the Harry Hicks from Sverige. Ocknilis Natil Pop Rocks Radio made Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.